Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Do you currently offer makeup but you are frustrated and disappointed with the results you are getting? Or maybe you are doing good but you want to do a lot better? Or maybe you are thinking about getting started with the makeup business and you want to avoid costly mistakes. If you answered yes to any of those, you're definitely in the right place. So today we are going to discuss how to transform your makeup business and be more successful. And with me today is my guest, Leslie Kristen. I'm so excited to have her here with me. She's going to be our guest for the expert interview series that we are having now, the Coach Me interview expert. So I'm very excited to have her. So let me introduce Leslie first, and then we'll start right into the content we're going to share today. Leslie is the CEO and founder of Cara Cosmetics and Cara Studio. For years, Leslie worked on many television shows and feature films where she made movie stars look even more beautiful. It was Leslie's experience in film, television, video, and print media that led her to create Cara Cosmetics. For you guys to know, Cara means face in Spanish. Cara is a complete makeup line that is totally known all around the U.S. and one that I actually love very, very much and I use myself. As a matter of fact, if you look at my professional picture, I have to tell you, Leslie actually did my makeup for my professional shots. She made me look a lot better than I do. <laughs> so I want to thank you for that too, Leslie. So You're welcome. <laughs> thanks. So in addition to running her cosmetic brand, she also owns a studio. Uh, it's located here in Winter Park, Florida, one of the nicest area of the Orlando suburbs. And she also offers several classes teaching makeup artists how to become better and make a lot more money as makeup artists and be more successful. So needless to say, she knows the makeup business inside and out. And her and I are going to be discussing how to transform your makeup business so you too can make a lot more money. So welcome, Leslie. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you, Dory. It's great to be here with you. Oh, I'm excited. I think they're in for a treat. So what I'm trying to do with this new series is invite an expert guest every single month and discuss different topics. Wait till I tell you who's going to be on the next call, too. So every single month, we're reaching to experts like Leslie and others to help you build a better and stronger business. So those of you who are on the call live with us today and you'd like to submit a question, feel free to send it to dory at inspirationmanagement.com. We're going to leave some time at the end for some questions. So go ahead, grab a pen and a paper, turn off all distractions, and let's go ahead and get started. So I'm going to start with the content first, and then we'll dive right in. So here are the topics we're going to discuss today. The first thing we're going to talk about is realizing the opportunities that you have with the makeup business. So Leslie's going to share with you some income potential so you guys can get excited about what you have right at your fingertips. Number two, we're going to go over how important it is to have a makeup menu. So if you want to be in the makeup business, it's very, very important to have a menu so you can tell people about what you offer. Number three, we're going to touch some on marketing your makeup business. And then number four, we're going to discuss 
who is your makeup artist because you must have somebody doing makeup in your place if you're serious about the business. How to train your team is number five. Number six, tools needed to make sure you have a good makeup business. And then we're going to wrap up with some tips on how to ensure your success. So as you see, we have a full hour of exciting information to share with you. The first thing I really would like to start with is challenges that I see within uh, medi spas, day spas, and salons. And I like to point these out first, Leslie, and then I'll let you jump it right in here. But one thing that I notice all the time when I go into spas, doesn't matter what kind of spa, I notice that makeup is usually either stuck in a corner somewhere, totally neglected, no one's talking about it, nobody's selling it, nobody's promoting it. And it really breaks my heart to see this revenue stream that's just sitting there and not being capitalized on. As a matter of fact, one story comes to mind. Uh, I was in Chicago not too long ago, and I was going around the spa, and I get to the makeup area, and literally it was in the corner. But then I look under the makeup counter, and I see this uh, makeup spray uh, sitting underneath the makeup counter, literally, you could tell it's been sitting there for I don't know how long. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I really am not. So what's up with that, Leslie? How come people just, it's either they don't realize, you know, the income potential or the value of that business. I don't know. What's the deal with that? Help us understand. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes I wish I, I understood a little bit more as well. However, within the years of working with salons, I I think that there are a couple of things that I see, and and I've also taken Dory's Leap Ahead seminar, and it is truly an eye opener. And one of the things that I've found is that in let's say most salons or spas when they're setting up their business they will set it up for their massage rooms, for their facial rooms, for hair, if they're doing hair, for nails, anything that is very service-oriented. They're looking at how much money they're breaking down, you know, their square footage and and doing all those good things that, that, that Dory teaches us to do. But when it comes to makeup, I think that there are a few things that I've noticed. Uh, one of them is that they, perhaps the salon, uh, first of all, most salon owners don't know much or very, very little about makeup and how to build a makeup department. And it doesn't fall into the same type of of structure, let's say, as uh, maximizing a salon a hair station. It's very different. So I think that's, you know, that is one area that they need to look at. Another one is is how many people actually do a career day and truly look at the talent that's out there and and have some kind of cr- criteria as to what their makeup artist needs to be able to perform. Mm-hmm. So that's another one because if you don't know anything about makeup, how are you going to be able to set a certain standard for makeup and right. with your employees themselves? So 
that is one of the you know reasons why our you know we created the Car and Makeup Academy because I continually would see this. They would make either a hairstylist that was building her business or the esthetician or somebody that, you know, oh, well, you're licensed, so here, you make this department happen. Right. And that's that's one of the biggest challenges that I see, that not only are these people not really that passionate about it, they're probably not getting compensated anymore, and they probably don't even have the experience on how to make a uh, turn that makeup boutique into a profit center. Mm-hmm. I think so, that's the biggest problem here is I don't think many places, they don't really have a specific person designated to spearhead that department or to be that makeup artist for the facility because they don't see any money coming from it. So they don't see the value in hiring someone probably. But that goes exactly. back to what goes first, the cart or the horse, I guess. Right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the the compensation. You can't expect a makeup artist to hang around all day and to make money off of services like they create, the, you know, with a massage therapist, let's say, or a... Um, you know, or an esthetician or a hairstylist. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. Uh, Bobby Brown doesn't, you know, invite makeup artists to come and hang out at the counter all day, and if they sell something, they'll make a mo- they'll make money. I mean, mm-hmm. it just it, it doesn't make any sense. So, I feel that you know, if if you are really wanting to commit to to selling makeup and performing makeup services, then you need to have a budget that's some kind of hourly budget for somebody that's good to really make your department grow. Yes, for sure. Well, let's get them excited with the income potential. How much money? Because I think if they see the light at the end of the tunnel and how much income they could generate from makeup within the facility, then they're going to be more open-minded about finding that person to come in and work that area and develop that department and turn it into a successful revenue stream for them. Absolutely. How much money can we make? Okay, so I have a couple numbers, and these are very, very conservative numbers. We're talking about um, makeup lessons. Makeup lessons is really what drives revenue from uh, your clients. It creates loyalty, and it also generates the most amount of profit from retail sales. Um, and so with makeup lessons, what that these are some average numbers as to how to increase an annual income by $80,000. So if you perform four makeup lessons a week, that's four a week. Now, I hope a salon has four clients that will. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, this is very conservative, right? Four people that would pay $75 for a makeup lesson, which is about an hour, an hour and a half service. Mm-hmm. That is $300 a week. And that yields $15,000 a year. So right there, just if you had a good artist and you made her perform four makeup lessons a week, that that revenue would cover her salary, mm-hmm. even if she worked three days a week. And then on the average, your retail dollars are going to be about $200 per client when you when you are doing a makeup lesson. So 
if you're doing four, so four times 200 is 800, that becomes $40,000 a year in retail sales. Mm -hmm. And let's say you have nine walk-in clients that's within your salon that only buy $60 per sale. So that's nine clients that buy $60. So that can be a powder and a foundation. That's $500 a week, and that's going to generate another $25,000 a year. And somebody part-time should more than, should definitely be able to generate these numbers. So how much are we up to now with these ridiculous We're up to $80,000. We're at $80,000 now. Yes. With these very, I mean, that's like, that's nothing. That's so Exactly. Easy. That's so easy to do. Yeah. That's the potential I mean, that somebody has in just applying some focus on that department and hiring somebody, even like you said, of starting out part-time and build a business and build the retail opportunities from it. I think that's the big miss thing is they don't realize the because if you buy an eyeshadow for $20, you're selling it for at least 40, right? So you're doubling your money. Correct. So and Correct. you pay so, the person, you pay the person let's say that's doing the retail the makeup 10% or up even to 15% commission. That's serious revenue going straight to your bottom line. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Right, right. And and the you know, the exciting thing about it is I I consider makeup to be kind of like jewelry. You know, it's just one of those things that you see it, you want to I mean, how most spas, unless they're very focused on men, but most spas I would say what's what's the percentage of female clients in those spas, Dory? Usually eighty twenty. Eighty percent usually are female, twenty percent are men. There you go. See? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you have 80% of your clientele that, let's say, let's say 60% of them wear makeup. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a huge profit center right there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, I, I personally, I think people should look at it as you're doing a disservice to your client to not have somebody that is good and skilled doing makeup. And that's what I loved about going to your place. And I'm one of Leslie's clients. I go in there and she teaches me the latest and the best techniques and make sure that I have the right brushes. And I mean, it's exciting for me to stop by her place and get all my new goodies for the season and update my look. I mean, that's just so important. And if I didn't do that, then I'm going to look stale yeah, she would be failing me because I'm sure she wants me to look good all the time, right? And if we don't do that for our clients, then we're letting them down because then they're going to go, believe me, they're going to go anyway to the department store and buy it anyway. So why buy it from the pushy salesperson at the department store counters rather than buy quality products from you and show me how to use them? I mean, that's really the bottom line, isn't it? They're going to buy it, it somewhere. Why not buy oh, it? Oh, absolutely. They're buying, they're buying it online. I mean, yeah. most – I have I have a – one of my first DVDs that I created is called Rediscover Your Beauty. And one of the things that we do, and we always like to do an event around April because it's, you know, Earth Day and recycling, but look at – even 
if you're a professional listening to this, go into your drawers and look at how many hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in makeup that you have that you don't use. Because you're either tired of it or you don't know how to use it or it's old and you need to purge it. You need to. And and so, I mean, the top videos on YouTube are makeup tutorials. Mm-hmm. And most of the people out there teaching makeup tutorials are 18-year-olds to 25-year-olds that have never made a living at doing anybody else's face besides mm-hmm. them, their own. <laughs> so yeah, that's... Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's crazy. But I think that's the ones. I mean, I started my, you know, I started in the business way before the internet. So I've seen huge changes. But I think that salons now need to really capitalize on this the the power of of makeup and and how people want to learn and they're hungry to learn. And by giving them some great expert that can, you know, be somebody that's really thriving and excited about makeup to be able to fulfill that service to their clients. Well, most of our community, you know, have spas and not so much salons, though. But here's the tip I always tell them to do because it's ideal for spas to offer something after their massage. One thing, it's a big pet peeve of mine, actually. Like, let's say I go in and get my massage and your face is in the cradle. And, of course, your mascara gets all smushed and your eyeliner is a mess. And then they actually let you leave, like with these raccoon eyes, (laughs) which is so (laughs) ridiculous. Same thing with facial. You go in to get a facial. A lot of times you feel naked. You know, you don't have eyelashes. You don't have mascara. You don't have anything. So what I tell people to do, which is really a no-brainer, and it's a great differentiation point, too. So after somebody gets a facial or a massage, you offer them a complimentary touch-up. You put their high knee in that chair. And even if you just did uh, eyes and lips only, just these two things, think of how many new eyeshadows you'll be able to sell and how many new lipsticks you'll be able to sell. I mean, just that one little tip. I hope you guys writing this down because if you just implement this one little thing, it would make such a difference. But again, if you don't have a person there to do that touch-up, then you're missing out on all this revenue that Leslie just shared with you. So imagine how many clients. I want you to calculate this. This is your goal. I want you to set a goal. If you take just half of your clients, take you up on the touch-up after the treatment, and you crunch, uh, punch in the numbers that Leslie just shared, where if you just do the touch-ups, and let's say they average, forget the 200 in retail, let's just say 100 in retail, how much would that mean to you in additional revenue? If they just bought one eyeshadow, one eyeliner, and one lipstick, which I'll guarantee you they would. And see how much money that would make. Wouldn't that make so much sense? Dory, I wanted to interject one other thing. This is another this is another challenge that I see and again I when I'm teaching at Premier I'm always asking questions and whatnot. So for those of you that are makeup artists that that there's probably makeup artists on the line that are listening to us and um they're working at a salon is how much of your product in your makeup kit that you're using on your clients is department store makeup that you cannot profit from selling. Oh, my God, that would kill me. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. They better not be using department store makeup. Oh, oh, it's unbelievable the amount of people. And what really floors me is that owners allow that to happen. So oh shame, on you, shame on you owners that are hiring makeup artists that they're selling, God forbid, I mean, no offense, but they're selling Mary Kay mm-hmm. or, you know, a line that could be sold by their aunt. Or, of course, they're going to run to the MAC counter because you may have a very talented makeup artist that um, used to work at MAC and all of her products are MAC and all that client now wants to look just like that makeover and is going to run over there and spend $300. Oh, that's So, I know. No, that's unacceptable. That's the first thing I would do is definitely look inside what they're using and clean house. And if if you're using other things, you definitely... Need to wake up I, all the roses. I I I was floored. I I asked these questions out there, and I was floored to see that so many professionals, as they call themselves, um, that's what's inside their kit, and and that's really such a hindrance to their profit margin. Yeah, that's terrible. All right, mm-hmm. you guys, so as far as beginning your transformation, so the first thing you need to find out, okay, what's keeping you from making money right now? What are those challenges or uh, bumps that you're not driving over? So find out how much income you could really generate from makeup and then find out who would be the ideal person to hire as a makeup artist and then get them in there and start doing some of these things that we talked about, whether it's uh, the trial makeup, makeup lesson, we're going to talk about the menu here in just a second, but or the little touch-up after the treatment. Those are all opportunities that you have that you can tap into that get you started with your transformation. So I hope that you're writing these things down so you can really make a difference in your makeup business. So let's talk about a makeup menu. This is one thing that I don't see hardly ever. As a matter of fact, this is one thing that, you know, we try to teach. You need to have a makeup menu. You need to have a makeup menu if you're doing makeup. But rarely do I see that. And as a matter of fact, I hardly ever see it even as a little blurb in the regular menu. I I don't I just don't see makeup as like, okay, we have makeup, you guys. <laughs> so what's up with that? I, I'm right there with you, Dory. Uh, that's you know part of where you have to start. If you're if you're going to be offering something, and this is you know even you have have taught me before you know to have focus groups. Do your clients even know what you're offering? Mm-hmm. And if they don't know that you're offering that, then you're probably not advertising it very well to them. And as you know, as you of course talk about your you know your VPG and and you know, your volume per guest and really maximizing your services to each one of your clients, Mm -hmm. you have to have some kind of a menu that even, or even a little sign at the least that says complimentary makeup touch-up after your facial and massage. And it doesn't have to be anything like major. It could be as simple as a little rack card that could be even an insert inside the menu. So if somebody's just interested in makeup, you don't have to give them the whole menu if you don't want to. So you have a couple of options. You at least have a little mini paragraph in your regular menu talking about makeup or do some kind of a rack card that will present your makeup in a very nice and professional way. 
So let's talk about some menu items, Leslie. What would be some of the essential menu um, treatments that they can offer as a makeup center? Well, this is another this is another area that I want to share with everyone is make sure that your makeup menu is equates to the talent and the services that you can offer. Mm -hmm. This is another challenge that I see as well. If you're going to be able, you know, if, I mean, you can go anywhere from makeup applications to makeup touch-ups to updates to makeup lessons to bridal makeup to uh, post-surgical for medi-spas. Uh, you can have, um, you know, working with oncology patients to headshots. If you work with, you know, clients that are um, that need to get their headshots, and you can, I mean, it, it can go on and on and on depending on how, you know, glam makeup, prom makeup. So you can write all of those down. It depends on who you're marketing to, but also Make sure that every single one of your service providers that works within your makeup department knows how to offer these things because that's that's where the challenge can come in. Right. Oh, that's the last thing you want is be able to list all these things and then somebody says, yeah, I would like to do that, and then you don't have anybody that can step up and perform to that level. And that's very bad. That's the last thing you want because then they're going to go online, write you a bad review, and you're done with your makeup business. So mm -hmm. what Leslie is saying is so important here, you guys. So whoever is doing these, once you decide on what kind of menu you want to do, you better make sure that whoever is doing it is capable of performing up to that standard. But what I love about what you just said, I mean, you named so many different things, Um from, you know, like you said, bridal, oncology, headshots, all so many things. And these are all opportunities for people to make a ton of money with makeup. But the thing is, again, if you're not marketing it and if people don't know about it, then you're not going to, it's like the secret, don't tell anybody we have makeup. So you're not going to make any money. So what I'd like to talk about a little bit is maybe some marketing strategies to help let the word out about your makeup menu and what you do. And another big thing that I find, Leslie, is even the ones that do have the rack card, then they don't really have a lot of presence online. Like you should have a whole makeup page on your website. And I hardly ever see before and after pictures or testimonials or you just did somebody's wedding or you did somebody's engagement or headshots. If you're not promoting all these things that you're doing online so people can see what you've done and how talented your team is, then you're not going to sell a lot. And that's one big missed opportunity I see over and over and over. Do you see the same thing, Leslie? Sure, I, I do. And then one, one of the things that really comes to my mind is you. I, I go to call that spa <clears throat> And then the person that answers the phone is clueless. <laughs> they don't know how to answer. They don't know what brand of cosmetics you offer. They're they're not sure. They're not 
they're probably not even very familiar with your menu or what kind of makeup services are being offered. So you may have that real talented artist and you might have that website, but you have someone that may be ill-prepared at the front desk and that's going to make you and break you off also. So it's, it's, there's a little bit of, of both that I've seen. Not to be the bearer of bad news, I just, I, I love expressing these things to people and I love that you're having these classes because I think that owners and, and, and solopreneurs need to be very aware of what is out there. Whether you're a solopreneur and again, it's, so much of, of our business is being sold over the phone. And it, it can start off from if you're wanting to launch your business and somebody is calling for their, you know, for a um, for a facial, is letting them know, you know, you're going to get a complimentary makeup uh, touch-up or update with our fresh new colors for summer after your, after your facial. And it's going to be a little 20-minute service. So we really look forward to, you know, to having you come in. And that's how it needs to be sold with anticipation, giving people anticipation. And again, it can be, you know, looking at the your clientele and who you have and then who are those top clients that you're going to start promoting the makeup to. That's the way that I see it is, you know, everybody has their, you know, their A, B, and C clients, so to speak of. So have, have every, you know, there's so many different ways that you can start incorporating makeup into your, into your salon. You can start doing it by doing events. And you can, um, that's a great way to make a good bit of retail sales fast. Mm-hmm. And, well, one thing I've noticed that what you do and your team does in your studio, actually, is when somebody comes in to buy makeup, they don't just come in and say, I want this, 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 and that. You guys actually let them sit down, and then yes. you start doing things on them. And then before you know it, they're up $500, and they're leaving. Uh, absolutely. So, and that's the secret. I think that's so important. And, you know, you do that with me, too. Like, I come in and I say, okay, I'm out of this and this. And you always make me sit down. And you do some things to me. And then you say, okay, this is this is the latest and the greatest, Dory. And even with my discounts, I'm still spending, you know, <laughs> a good amount. And that's what everybody should be doing. Once they yeah. sit in that chair, I think that's that's the most important thing I think we can tell everybody is that they need to sit in that chair. They absolutely need to try something. Yeah. Because it's it's something, you know, you want to pamper somebody. And makeup is, first of all, there are two things that I see with makeup. Number one, I would say 70 or 75% of women have the wrong color foundation. So that's number one right there, that... Of course, with our line, with Car Cosmetics, you can custom blend it. So we can color match every single person. So that's number one that we can fix. And and you always want to look at your services as you're, you're a solution for someone's problem. Mm-hmm. And makeup is also one of those things that a client will come by or she'll look at lipstick, and she's looking for an emotion. She's not looking necessarily for a lipstick. Mm-hmm. She's looking to either feel prettier, sexier, is some kind of a quick 
pick-me-up that's affordable and that can make an instant transformation. Mm-hmm. And so when you sit someone down and you're physically touching that person and you're exchanging that energy and you're talking to them and you're finding out about, you know, how long has it been since you've had an update? Or, um, you know what, let's try this color on you. Let me try this. Oh, okay. Well, let's try this one too. Cause he, you know, and so you're engaging with that client and then all of a sudden, well, you know, once you put lipstick on, you really need to, you know, touch up their blush so it enhances a little bit. And here, let me just freshen up. We have a fabulous new lash thickener and mascara. So I'm just going to freshen it up a little bit. And then all of a sudden they start messing with their hair because they're starting to look cute. (laughs) And, you know, and you're showing them, and I had the same exact thing happen to me. A client came in. She's been an existing client of ours, but she came in to buy a mineral compact. And I hadn't seen her in a while. And she, I sat her down and she saw a couple of the lipsticks that we had right there at the counter, our new our new lipsticks. And she said, oh, I like these two also. And so I tried the foundation. I said, well, you know, there's this, there's a, a new a new trend. It's called strobing. Okay, this is basically a marketing name for a product that we've had in our line for several years already, which are our skin shimmers. So that gorgeous glow that J Lo and everyone has. It's called strobing. So I said, oh, here, let me try some strobing on you. So I did a little bit of that, loved it. Then I taught, I showed a different foundation. She said, you know, I really like that. And I looked at her and I said, you know, your eyelashes are really light, but they're long. And I said, have you ever had your lashes tinted? So I ended up tinting her lashes. So while she was getting her lashes tinted, I also did a brow design on her. And then after we did that, then we did a little powder on her. We tried on her lipstick. She had already picked out a couple of eyeshadows, and there you go, $500. Yeah. And she came in for one product. Exactly. Exactly. That's marketing. You are marketing all the different treatments that you have. That's what you really, I mean, that's what it's all about. You are cross-marketing between all the different products that you have and showing her all these things. And it was genuine. I mean, these were genuine needs that she that she wanted, and that's why she left satisfied. Yes. Yeah, you made her feel good, and you connected with her, and you took care of her, Leslie. Actually, Mm -hmm. you know what, Leslie? I don't know if I ever told you this, but you were the first one to ever tint my eyebrows. I would go in for (laughs) facials. I think I may have told you, but I've gone. I've been getting facials for years and years and years, and no one ever tinted my eyebrows. You were the first one. And it's like, look at all the missed opportunities for all my facials. That's $20 every single month from somebody missed out on tinting or $30 or however much you charge. But it's so important to take care of the clients. And if you are genuine and sincere and you're making me feel good and everybody feels great when they have a new product to, to try and use. I mean, there's nothing like having makeup and messing around with it and trying new things. I love it. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. And that's what sure. we're missing out on. Absolutely. And and that client will come. They may not buy everything like this lady did, mm-hmm. uh, but they it, you're planting that seed and they're going to come back. And now they know that you're the expert and you're the, you know, the fun girl that's going to turn them on to some new things. And each time, especially if you offer hair and services that people are coming in or memberships, 
because now we have a membership at our studio for facials and massage as well, and makeup. Actually, we have clients that that have joined our membership so they can, you know, get makeup applications because right. they're kind of social girls. Well, the other mm-hmm. thing that I've participated in when you invite me, which I love to do, is coming in for your VIP events where you give makeup lessons and where you give everybody their own makeup, their own brushes, and, like, uh, we learn how to do the smoky eyes or we learn how to do mixing different eyeshadows together to come up with different looks for the eyes. I mean, there are so many activities that you can do to engage people. Again, that night that I was there, every single person left with uh, left hundreds of dollars in your place because they yeah. wanted this kit that they used as a little uh, makeup lesson. No one's going to leave without it. So those are the kind of things between doing events. Uh, we're talking about marketing here, you guys. So between updating your website page. By the way, if you need help with that, we have a whole design department that can help you update your website and make it responsive and all those good things. So you need to update your website with all the menu items for makeup. You need to do a makeup rack card and then do some kind of an event to launch the whole re born <laughs> of the makeup department and then start getting some kind of a referral program within your team for cross-marketing opportunities to where every single person, whether they're coming in for their hair, whether they're coming in for a massage or a facial, they're all cross-marketing to the makeup department. Train your receptionist how to market the department. Like Leslie was saying, some of these phone calls are terrible. So make sure they know how to promote it. And if you have everybody on the same page and everybody singing the same song, then your makeup business is going to soar. Do some events. Events are great. Right. I love events. I love events. We, and that's a great way to start if you're not super knowledgeable about makeup as well. You do have to be organized. They do require work to prepare an event, but it's a great way to just learn one particular look and be able to kind of, it's it's amazing how you can learn, you know, kind of a neutral look and and for those of you that, that you know, we'll be happy to share some looks with you or you can go to our website and look at our Hollywood look and um, or a couple of others that we have and and just teach that to a whole group at the same time, and they follow along like a group makeup lesson. And you can start off with maybe four people, then you can grow to six, then you can grow to eight. And if every single one of those people buys $50 from you or $100 from you, you can see how quickly your your income in that evening is going to become very profitable. And then they're going to go tell friends, and you can take some pictures and use it on social media, having fun at Cara Studio you know, join us next time. And if you do these kind of things or take a video and put it up on YouTube, I mean, these are the fun things that you can use to promote your next event. But, you know, we just, again, we don't talk about it. Nobody knows that we offer it. It's hiding in the corner. It's a shame, you guys. I really want you to wake up and see all the opportunities that you have here. So let's talk a little bit about tools because I think that that's another big missed opportunity. Now, before I met you, Leslie, and you helped me, you know, learn how to really do good makeup, I had all the wrong brushes. I didn't know what brush I should use, which is for what, and what type of brushes I should have. 
I mean, that's amazing to me. What a difference it made in me applying makeup by having the right brushes. And again, those are things that I don't see being sold. Yet you go to Mac, they they charge you fifty dollars for one stupid brush, right? <laughs> and we're not selling any brushes. It's like, what's wrong with this picture? You've got mm-hmm. to sell brushes, right? Yes, you do. You have to sell brushes. And and I have to say, it's getting it's getting more difficult now because the you know, people are up on YouTube. And so they're getting very, very familiar, and every single makeup artist out there on YouTube is putting their little code below, and so people are buying, you know, all these different brands of brushes, and it's not how it used to be. So the market has changed incredibly, and people are becoming a lot more familiar. However, you know, you you want to pick... Because each each makeup artist has their favorite tools and the ones that you're going to use. So make sure that you're putting good quality products in their hands because the way that, depending on who your client is, baby boomers don't purchase the same way that teens do or in their young 20s, the millennials. So there's different shopping and and different habits now and patterns that people have on how they're going to purchase products from you. Mm-hmm. So it might be about putting tools online <laughs> and selling those things. Well, but again, if you package it in a way where you come in for a lesson, then reserve this lesson for X amount and receive X, because brushes are really cheap when you're in the business. You can buy them for hardly any money. So mm-hmm. they can use it as either a gift with purchase, ways to reserve more, or ways to discount them as part of treatments that they have or part of product amount that they purchase. So there are ways to get them started with some of the, you know, some of the brushes. But anyway, that was a big thing for me as a consumer. Again, I'm one of your clients, you guys, and those are some of the things that, uh, I needed help with, and if it wasn't for Leslie, I would still be doing things, you know, the wrong way. So it's very important to educate your clients as to what they need, all the right tools, the right products. And that's the other thing is, you know, the, all the different makeup lines. There's like 10,000 makeup lines, and nothing bothers me more than I'll be at Walgreens, for example, and then I see all these women trying to pick a foundation from a package that you can't even open. <laughs> It's like, right. what's wrong with you? <laughs> but anyway, needless to say that that's wrong. We can't let our clients go and do that to themselves. Just like Leslie was saying, most people have the wrong makeup line. So how would, if somebody has a makeup line now or are looking for a makeup line, how would you go about choosing just the right makeup line for your, whether it's the spa, medi spa, salon, whatever? What are some well, of the things that they should look for? For me, and this is how I designed Car Cosmetics, is first of all, the person choosing the makeup line should know something about makeup. Mm-hmm. That is, I see that over and over again. Well, I don't know what makeup, I, I don't know anything about makeup. And then they're letting their 21-year-old makeup artist choose the makeup line and this, you know, five to $7,000 investment. So that's a whole problem within itself right there. However, Look at what services do you want to offer, okay? Because let's say you're going to purchase a full mineral line, 
Okay. And that that mineral line is designed to protect you from the sun. It's designed to use over, you know, maybe um, post-surgical skin or something like that. But you also want to offer bridal makeup and um, makeup for video and things like that. That makeup line is not going to be a good choice for bridal makeup. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you really have to look at. How how versatile is my makeup menu? Because you want to start there. You want to start with with the the design. What's the concept of your of your spa? What are you wanting to do? And then look at okay, what's the versatility? What this makeup line can offer me. Look at what your budget is as well, and also look at the level of education that that line can give to you too. That's I think a huge thing. We offer amazing education. That of course you know our, our programs are here in Orlando, but after you get a Dory's class, you can come to ours. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, and and that's one of the things that I'm just definitely supportive of, of really, you know, committing to having you grow your business that way. And and I would say you know start off really looking at you know what what kind of budget is your budget realistic to bring this makeup line in. And, and what your focus going to be. Because mm-hmm. you might want to just start off with maybe doing foundations or mm-hmm. doing lipsticks or, you know, something like that. I don't know. That's that's where I feel like speaking to the individual owners is going to give us a little bit of a better concept as to, you know, what they're looking to do. But I think a lot of times many salon owners, hopefully this is going to enlighten some owners and, you know, an entrepreneurs to 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 give it a lot more thought than maybe they've been doing it before. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I see is that uh, they just really don't know. They want to bring in makeup because that's something that they should do because, you know, then it could be full service. But then, you know, you invest this money and then that person goes away that's doing your makeup and then you don't, you know, fill that, that position and then it just, continues to, uh, you know, gather dust, and all of a sudden you've got this, you know, makeup that obviously has a shelf life that is now expiring. Mm-hmm. And and then you get annoyed with the brand, and you get annoyed with all these other different things, and it's because really there has not been any true focus there. So I would, you know, really um, talk to possibly, you know, a couple different lines and see if it makes sense to you. Makes sense to to have that investment and to also have uh I I would definitely spend some time with looking at the talent in your area and doing some some career days and having one of my key things is having some artists come in, have them bring their kit and this is that you want to write this down. This is how you're interviewing your people. Mm-hmm. Bring their kit in because that's going to show you how sanitary they are. Mm-hmm. Bring a model in. Have them do a natural makeup. Have them do a bridal makeup if you're going to be offering bridal makeup mm-hmm. or a glamour type of makeup, and mm-hmm. see where their skill level is, and take pictures of that work as well. Mm-hmm. And what that shows you is so many different things. So many. And again, what's your standard? Who's setting the standard for your for your business? Uh, for us, 
we set the standard for you because we want them to come to the Car Makeup Academy, which when you invest in car cosmetics, you get to come. And we already have a certain level of education that they're going that you or they are going to walk away with. And it's you're going to be very, very confident about beauty makeup. Mm-hmm. And that's really what you're selling is your beauty makeup. Right. And they have to I went on a tangent. Sorry. No, no, that's okay. What no, what you said is so important with the educational component though in the interview process. I mean if you don't if you see that this person's brushes or makeup is a mess, guess what? It's not gonna get better. <laughs> it's just no. not. That tells no. you a lot about how organized they are, how clean they are, and that's very important to your business and your reputation. So that right there, I mean, you might have just told them, pack up and, I'm sorry, I have another appointment I forgot about, and see you later. Don't even waste your time. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But if you see that they are clean and organized, then, yeah, you can go to the next step of the process and see how they do. But yeah. I'm telling you, though, you guys all know part of this program and part of the Coach Me memberships that we have. I mean, education is where it all is. And if you don't invest in the education of that person that you're bringing on and give them the confidence and education that they need to be able to do right by your clients, then you might as well close shop. I mean, you've got to put them through some kind of a training program. And that's what I love. I mean, I'm going to have you tell them a little bit here about your program at the end, Leslie, but education is key because the last thing you want is to reserve someone for a special occasion appointment or a makeup lesson or a bridal and have them be unhappy. Again, that's like the kiss of death. Especially today with Yelp and all social media, you can't afford to do that. Exactly. So they've got to learn, whoever it is that's going to do your makeup. It can't just be the esthetician with what they taught her in beauty school, for goodness sakes, or aesthetic school. It can't be your cosmetologist and what they taught them in cosmetology school. They have to go and get advanced makeup training so they can really perform these type of treatments that you want to offer, these kind of menu items that we talked about earlier. Because if they can, then that's that's not a good thing. So you have to be careful with that. So let's uh, recap a little bit all the things. We're almost out of time here. This hour flew by. Let's recap a little bit some of the most essential things that they really need to do. Actually, one more thing I want to touch on, which is the furniture or the makeup setup. Can we talk a little bit about that before we recap? Because I think that's a very important component, your presence, your positioning, the way you respect the makeup department within your facility. Can we talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. I think that um, there are some key things that you need to keep in mind, and that is number one is you need enough space to be able to perform a good makeup application. So that is not a little tiny counter somewhere and you can't even set up properly. And another one is proper lighting. Lighting is huge. You can't be in a dim little corner somewhere and trying to create custom one foundations on clients. Um, another one is it should be in an area that's Semi-private, I would say. Um, 
if you want to, you can have maybe a retail touch-up area and then maybe another area where you actually perform your services. It just depends on the layout of the salon or the spa. Um, but I would say, and especially for those of you that are in the Medi-Spa type of environment, that is going to require definitely a more private setting because most people that have had procedures and whatnot are not going to want to be out in the public and uh, everybody to walk by and see them. Sure. And I have to say uh, also, not in a super high traffic area. If there are a lot of people walking by and you're going to sit there doing a makeup application or a makeup lesson and, you know, the coffee pot's right next to you and there's this and that, uh, it, I, I find that that's just, way too disturbing and, and if somebody is paying, you know, seventy five, eighty five, ninety five dollars for a makeup application or lesson, I feel that that's also a disservice to them. It needs to be a whole proper area that's dedicated to that. Mm-hmm. Mm, good advice. So I hope you guys took lots of notes. Um can you give me an idea of how much you charge for bridal makeup? It can vary. That's a loaded question because we talk about that in our bridal class and we talk a lot about contracts and money and charging. Um, it depends on the area. You know, somebody that is in Tampa, Florida will charge completely different from somebody that might be in, I don't know, um, you know, somewhere in South Carolina or North Carolina or New York City. So, it's it's very hard to say. You have to look at your level of experience and look at, you know, who your clientele is and then kind of charge from there. There's, oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's, it. that's a long conversation, Dory. Okay, that's a whole other class. <laughs> it is. It really is. All right. I was just curious. It's not that I'm getting married or anything. I was just wondering. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, well, so here's your homework, you guys. So the first thing you need to do is uh, calculate your goals and how much money you could really make from income potential within your makeup department. Come up with a new makeup menu. Come up with a marketing campaign to promote your your makeup. And then identify who is that ideal person. Hire somebody who's talented. Invest in their education and see how much you could really make your department soar. And then train the rest of the team to cross-market and help the department grow. And make sure you have good positioning within your actual facility, like Leslie was talking about, as far as the makeup space, the furniture, the lighting, the mirrors, all that important aspect of having a great business. So I have a few questions coming in here. While I'm pulling up my email, though, Leslie, go ahead. Can you tell them a little bit about your class and what it entails? Absolutely. We have different opportunities for classes, let's say. We have our business and beauty course, which is a, we either have a six-week format that is here in Orlando, Florida, and that is Tuesday evening. So that is one evening a week over six weeks. Or we have our boot camp, which is a three-day intensive course. We have one coming up on August 9th. And then we also have our um, other class coming up uh, later on in the month. So 
we definitely wanted to extend a, a special offer to all of the inspiration management uh, listeners as well. So that's going to be $200 off of our courses. But um, you can go to caracosmetics.com and then you can go and click on the Cara Makeup Academy and our makeup classes to get a lot more information there or you can call us directly. But our makeup courses, what they do is they basically take you from learning foundations, color theory, undertones, skin tones, working hands-on every day, uh, understanding facial structure, and then we go into custom blending, we go into eye analysis, face, um, I already said face shapes, highlighting, contouring, concealing, then we go into really understanding how to create different eye looks for different eye shapes because I think that's where a lot of people get really lost. And then we start off with our makeup personality. So we start off with a, with a natural look, going into a classic. Then we go into more of a glam look. We create a nice glowy J-Lo type of look. Also a Kim Kardashian kind of glam look. So you're really learning current looks beautiful looks that you can create on your clients, that you can sell, that they're going to really build your skills as a makeup artist. And, of course, we go into sanitation. That's a huge one. And our classes also include a makeup kit for you. So we've got different levels of kits. Um, we also have a, uh, a webinar, which is called It's Your Business. So that's all based on... A lot of the conversation that we have here today, but even more so. And um, and we go into very specifically how to help you grow your makeup department. So that's so important. Um, not only the I, – I didn't know any of that when I started off as a makeup artist. I, these are some things that have taken me years and years and years to learn and lots and lots and lots of money that uh, lots of mistakes and so yes. packaged a lot of this information to really help you yes. not have to go through all of all of that, right? The same for you, right, Dory? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, avoiding costly mistakes is a shortcut yes. to success. And, hey, I'm all about that. If somebody already figured out a recipe, just like our Leap Ahead seminar, same thing as your boot camp, you know, if we, we have a blueprint for you, then it's crazy to go and reinvent the wheel and, you know, cost yourself a lot of money. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and, you know, you think at first you may look at Dory's, you know, leave ahead seminar and think, oh, wow, that's, that's a pretty hefty investment. That is nothing compared to the amount of money that you're going to save and be able to make and make it so much faster because we've already screwed up a million times. <laughs> we've packaged all of this knowledge and information to be able to help you and really allow you to grow so much, you know, it's so much easier that way. And um, and it's something that, you know, Dory's so passionate about it, I'm so passionate about it, and really allowing, um, you know, really showing you and how I feel, because I, I was a, a cosmetologist uh, in my early 20s, and I learned nothing in school. So it's, it's something that I had to learn throughout the years, and this is, of course, pre-YouTube. So it's it's a constant learning process, and and also we offer bridal classes, we have brow classes, we have lash classes, 
Um, we have a passion, purpose, and profits class. So we have a bunch of different classes that are all pertaining to makeup to help you thrive as a makeup artist depending on where you want to go, whether it's going to be working in a spa or doing music videos or possibly wanting to go and film. Um, so there's there's a process on how to grow your skill and to get from, you know, having graduated from school to, you know, becoming an IATSE makeup artist and working on feature films. So that's part of our world and that's what we teach, you know, at you know, at the Car Makeup Academy. So we invite all of you to check us out. Check it out for sure. And definitely add value to your careers and to your businesses and you know, again, like I said, I've been a Leslie fan for a long time. She would not be on my call if I didn't respect her and um, valued what she teaches and what she offers. And that's really what my goal for these calls is, to bring you experts like this that share their knowledge and expertise so they can help you. So thank you so well, much. Well, thank you. I have a, thank a, you, thank a couple you. of quick little questions here. One is, this is from Claudia. She says, I'm so thankful for this session. You opened my eyes to how much more money I can make. Uh, I have a question here. How much do you charge for website updates and the rack card for makeup? Uh, Claudia, if you want, you can always uh, call us up. But just as a rule of thumb, what we do is we charge $45 an hour for website updates, so we're very reasonable. Yeah, very. Yeah, and if you want us to do a rack card, really not very much money at all. So if you can give us an idea of how much content we'll design it, we can have those ready for you in no time at all. But I'm very excited that your eyes are open and you're excited. And give us a call and we'll take good care of you. Thank you so much for being a member and being with us today. Uh, I have another question here. This is from Beth. What's your best advice if I was to choose a makeup as a career? Boy, that's a big question, but we kind of covered quite a bit of it. Uh, I think the best advice there would be Leslie education, right, to go into classes and learn? Makeup as a career. Wow, and this is from Beth. Okay, well, Beth, that's a really broad, broad question. (laughs) So I, I would, you know, want to find out, you know, are you licensed? Where do you live? What? Again, in our classes, we also really look at you know your personality and and your lifestyle. Because let's say I don't know. Let's say you're you know married and you live in Wisconsin and you have a two year old baby. Um, your lifestyle will probably not be very conducive for film. You know, you're going to be away from home for three months getting up at 4 a.m., which if you have a young baby, you might already be doing that. You know, Wisconsin is probably not the, you know, filmmaking capital, so you'd have to probably move or always work far away from home. So, I mean, it's a loaded question versus are you looking to integrate bridal services into your spa or become a freelancer? So I'd be happy to speak with you, <laughs> but I really, it's a broad question, but yeah. um we we get into all that because it's very exciting. There's a lot to do, and I think that's one of the main things that many uh, professionals don't know. They don't know the, what a broad spectrum there is to offer within your makeup services. Yeah. All right. Well, I can send you her information, so if you want to reach out to her. 
So we are at, we are a little past the hour, though, so thank you so much. I want to just give them an idea of what our next expert call is going to be about. Um, I'm having Jim Harrison as a special guest. He's a master aromatherapist. He's an educator and an accomplished botanical and essential oil product development manager, and he also teaches at the university. He actually teaches aromatherapy, and he has a certification program as well, like Leslie, but all has to do with aromatherapy. So I'm very excited about having him, and that's going to be our next call to introduce aromatherapy within your facility and see how you can enhance all your treatments and your guest experience so you can increase retention and increase retail sales with aromatherapy. So I am very, very excited about that because I personally love, love, love aromatherapy. So with that, you guys, I want to wish you a great rest of the month. Uh, Thank you so much, Leslie, for being with us today. You want to give everybody your website one more time? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dory, for this opportunity. And please go to Cara Cosmetics, that's C-A-R-A Cosmetics.com, and you can sign up there and get all types of information from us. And then if you want to call us, our number is 407-622-1997. And just mention that you're on this call, and you can receive up to $200 off of the um, Business and Beauty course. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for the savings for our community. That's wonderful. I appreciate that, Leslie. All right, you guys have a great rest of the month. Uh, God bless, and until next time, stay inspired. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye, Leslie. Bye.